and welcome to MS Podcast. In today's podcast, we are going to be talking about we are all worth it. Let's get started. Not everyone will see us nor see the potential in us. Instead, some will be more than willing to minimize or ignore us. It can be difficult when you are working in a company that doesn't value their employees, nor do they see the potential you can bring to the table and help them to move the company to the next level. Instead, you can feel you are being ignored, undermined, and your work is not being appreciated or valued. If this is the case, it is time for you to move on to a new company or another group within the company that will truly value your skill set. At work, when people are not valuing your skills and attributes, most of the time their egos are the one leading their lives. They can see you as a threat, their insecurity is guiding them. They are afraid you will be too successful or you are smarter than them. Either way, they are never going to give you a break, but always find a way to keep you at bay from projects and other endeavors that could cast a shadow upon them. This could also happen in your private life, being with a mate that is never happy or always talking down to you, making you feel you are not worthy pretty or even smart enough to function on a daily basis. You feel worthless because you let someone take your power and now they are toying with you. We are all worthy, no matter who we are. We should never let anyone treat us less than how we would like to be treated. We should not give our powers to anyone because our ego can feel insecure. You do not need to seek someone's approval every minute of every day. Instead, it is time for you to take back your own power and learn to stand up on your own two feet. It is never too late to do it. Life is too short to let someone dictate your life. So I like this one because we're talking about two subjects. One very big subject that is, how do we feel? Do we feel worthy or do we feel lower than dirt. Most people are insecure and some of them even more than others. In our lives, we do not need to seek anyone's approval. A lot of people are doing it. You see a lot of people who want to please everybody. So I'm going to try to please you so you can tell me I'm doing good. I have I need that feeling of being reassured because I'm insecure. If you're insecure, that means you let your ego leading your life. You should not let your ego leading your life. When you are working for a company and you are not feeling appreciated or you're always being overlooked for a promotion or your boss will not come and once in a while just say, you know what, Amy, good job. You did awesome. Thank you so much to be part of the team. But instead, you're being pushed away from big projects or anything like that, or you're never even being recognized at all. You're being ignored. You're like the, the radioactive person in that group for some unknown reason. Let's say you got a lot of knowledge. You're somebody who is savvy but everybody else is leading their life through their ego, then they're going to see you as a threat. Why would you stay in such a poor environment? It's a safe way to get your paycheck on a weekly or bi-weekly basis? If it's the case, your ego is leading you in a wrong path. You are worthy. 
So if a group doesn't appreciate who you are or someone or your boss doesn't appreciate who you are, maybe it would be time for you to move on. Maybe your journey there is done. The universe is telling you you got nothing to do because they are not learning and they are not going to allow you to move up corporate ladder or anything of that sort. Why would you continue to waste your time to do that? To feel lord and dirt, to come back home frustrated, what's the point? Do you want to be, are you sadistic to the point that you like to be treated like crap? No, because it's going to come a point in time, you're going to probably brew up a gasket, what I call it, brew up a gasket, it's like screaming, yelling, just on everybody else's outside of work, just because you're frustrated, or you're going to be sick. Because the other thing too, you need to look at it, when you're not being treated properly, especially when you're not worthy or even recognized, he's not even asking you to get the right carpet treatment, but just once in a while, get a nice word from somebody and say, hey, thank you for helping me, you did awesome, I appreciate what you did today. When you're not getting this, your feeling of not to be worthy will come back in your on your health. So you can feel depressed, you can feel sick to your stomach. Every time you approach the building, you have a sense of illness. And then the further when you leave uh, work at night, the further you, you drove away, the further you are from there, the better you feel. You feel normal when you go home, but when you're going to go to work, you feel that anxiety, that stress coming upon you and you're not feeling good and the only thing you want to do is get out of that building it is a sign to telling you you know what you need to leave why don't you look at it if you really don't want to keep the leave the company look at if there is another group or your best bet is to just take the time to do your leap of faith and get a job somewhere else where you can do a research on the company, see how you feel during the interview, and be appreciated for who you are. Your talent will always welcome, be welcome somewhere else. This is something you need to understand. And a lot of people don't understand that because they are so focused on, I want to stay here because I'm so used to my habits. I don't want to change what I'm doing because, you know, if I change my routine, oh my God, this is going to be stressful. What is it more stressful, staying in an poor environment or taking a leap of uh, faith and be rewarded because you're going to find something 10 times better? I have people that I know who left companies who were so healed, sick about it. When they switch and move somewhere else, they were so happy jumping up and down and smiling and here later she said, you know what, I was the best decision of my life. I am being... Um, acknowledge I'm working with a great team. I have no regrets to have left that cesspool that was so negative to that previous job where I did not evolve. I wasn't appreciated, but my mind wasn't challenged. I wasn't feeling whole and complete, and I wasn't able to help them because they refused the help Then I gave it to them. I could have helped that company to grow, so that company where that person left did not evolve. They didn't make any good money. They even lost money. They continue to lose money. Why? Because they refuse to incorporate and recognize the key people. They basically spit on the face of those individuals. Rather, they incorporate them to be a successful company. This is how it worked. So if you're in the same state where you don't feel you are being appreciated, it is time for you to go. The universe will tell you. Now you can, you know, keep your claws in your desk and say, I don't want to go, but I'm going to continue to suffer. It's your own free will. But the universe is giving you the signs. 
So you take it or you don't, it's up to you. But for personal experience, I'd rather leave where I'm not wanted anymore to find something better because I have trust in the universe. I trust the process, I trust the universe, I trust the situation, and I trust myself. That's how it works. This is when you know if your life is being led by your spirit or by your ego. The ego will always give you the worst case scenario. It doesn't mean you have to ignore them, but you need to have faith into the process. When you have faith in the process, you can conquer anything because the universe, by its perfect synchronicity and magic, will help you. It will not turn its back on you. So this is something you need to understand. But I understand when you have been used to stay in a company for five, six, seven, ten years, why would you want to change? You know, you're, you know your environment, so you're used to it. Even if it's a sickening to go there or not, it's a safe way to go there because you know the unknown is scary. And a lot of people are more scared to make the proper changes in their life because of the unknown. What freaks everybody out? And even myself, I go into the unknown and I'm kind of a little kamikaze on this one right now because I'm going in there and I'm like, okay, universe, whatever, throw it at me, throw it at me in a positive way. I want it, just give it to me so we can have fun. But that's the opportunity. When you start to look at the abyss, when you're on the edge of the abyss and you take a leap of faith and put your feet forward, move it forward, this is where you can realize, whoa, there is the bridge underneath. I am supported. It's okay. That's where you realize that it's like, you know what? The unknown is not as bad at all. It's uncomfortable sometimes to make changes. It could be extremely uncomfortable. But the reward are worth it. The pain and the stress are worth it because at the end of the day, you are going somewhere you're going to be appreciated. That's the difference. Now, you don't need to run outside of the building and take the first job. You need to be smart about it. That's the other thing. Do your homework. When you go to an interview, have a sense of how the company is running because the energy is there. You can feel the energy. I went into companies where the energy was so thick. I was sick to my stomach. I'm like, yeah, I'm not staying here. I don't like the energy. The energy was negative. But when you feel there is a sense of uh, family where you have a sense of peacefulness, positivity, and you see it on the people's face, they don't, they don't fake it. You cannot fake it. If you try to fake it, you're going to see it. You're like, whoa, yeah, that's the company for me. I can go work there. I don't have a problem with that. So open those doors, especially when you're talking about work, because there is no such thing than uh, enjoying to be uh, forgotten, enjoying to be pushed away when you can help the company because you get the knowledge and the skills and the people do not allow you or let you do it. This is a sign to tell you it is time to move on. You're never going to go anywhere and you're not being respected and you're not even being, they don't even utilize your skill set. So what's the point to waste your time just for a paycheck because you think it's reassuring, you think the illusion of I'm getting my paycheck this week so I have a study paycheck, it depends because you could be laid off by tomorrow morning. You don't know that and you'll be quite surprised when that happens. So 
lead your life. Don't let your the out condition dictate what you're doing. You should be doing the reverse. You should be the one to shift and dictate where you want to be and what you want to accomplish. We are all worthy because we need to speak to and see ourselves from our spirit. We need to stand up our ground. We should not give those individuals who are uh, like that, acting in very poorly manner towards you. You should not give them your power. You should keep your power. Never give them your power. Don't try to please them left and right. Because the other sickening thing that could happen is, and I've seen it too many times, is people who not being appreciated, so they're going to try the kiss-kiss game. I'm going to go and stroke your back, and hopefully you're going to like me. So I'm going to play the carpet. You're going to make me jump, and I'm going to ask you how high. I don't like, I never play that game. I'm basically the anti-politically <laughs> correct person when it comes down to this. I'm pretty much straightforward. So if you talk to me like an imbecile, I am going to act like an imbecile and I'm going to teach you a lesson because I will show you how much as an imbecile you can look like too. So this is the thing. Instead of playing the carpet and trying to smooth them around, they don't like you, they will never like you. They're going to use you and spit you out. You're never going to get a good, um, what do you call it, uh, year-end review because they're going to hammer you one way or the other, take the club and smack you with it one way or the other. They are not planning to help you. Let's be honest here. Let's, let's be totally honest. What you got to do is live with that and decide. Do you want to play that game and be sick to your stomach or do you want rather to take a smart decision, put your resume together and seek another job? The universe will help you. You do one step, the universe will do 10 steps towards you. So why not doing this? Why not to look for other opportunities? Because even if you hear the market is bad, this is bad, this is bad, it's like, no, 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 don't listen to the market. Don't listen to the outer, the people who are going to tell you all of the negative things. Trust the universe to find you the right job. And then when I come and knock at your door, take it. Because you will get paid more money and you will have... Um, better appreciation of what you're doing and the people around you will be more respectful. So why not take that opportunity? I don't know. I would. That's what I do. But this is only me. So get inspired. Suck it up like we did or just start to learn to stand up on your two feet. That's the problem. Let's talk about um, at home. Same thing. You can end up, and we talk on a previous um the tale of a liar. So that was the two previous episodes uh, before this one. So that was the Monday's episode. Uh, we talk about the t- I talk about the tale of a liar. In our lives, when we grow up, we are taking, again, lesson from the outer condition we're in. So we are learning. And in some cases, when we are growing up in dysfunctional family, and let's say the dominant male at home is somebody who always speak in a negative way, always treat uh, the mother poorly uh, to the point to beat her up, but always nagging her down and treat her poorly. What do you think would happen to the daughters who's going to see this? They're going to do the same thing. They're going to learn and they're going to seek the same individual than their father indirectly. So when you end up in pretty bad relationship the same way because you have watched your mother doing this, you are learning and you're going to repeat the same pattern unless you decide to break it. But in some cases, you want the love. So you're going to go and find the first individual that is totally wrong for you, that is exactly similar to your father, 
and it's going to treat you down, talk to you down to the point that you feel like you're just a piece of crap. In fact, you're not a piece of crap. The problem you did is you gave your power to that individual. You let them treat you this way. Even for a strong spirit like me, I can say I had encountered somebody who do, did that to me with a uh, long time ago with a psychological game, and I was my late teen when that happened. And I let that person for a few months treat me very poorly. It lasted only a few months because I walk away, because my spirit like, no, this is not happening anymore. Regardless of the situation, regardless of if we want to be loved or not, mostly loved, and we're seeking it because we're so desperate for the love. This is where you attract all of those frogs. This is where you attract the wrong person because you're desperate. And your desperation, you have people who are waiting for that. You are what I call it predators who are waiting to find people who are needy, who are weak, to abuse them in any way, shape, or form. In my case, I wasn't weak, but I ended up with somebody who was twisted. That was different. That was a lesson that I learned a long time ago, too. So it's like, yeah, not a good thing. But I'm talking about individuals who are feeling they are needy, who are feeling they want to have the approval of their mate, who will tell them how they're supposed to dress, who they're supposed to talk to, basically being a servant. Basically, so if they are the masters, you're the servant. That's it. This is a sick relationship that should not happen. This is something that when you decide to give your powers to that person, yeah, there is a lot that can happen to you and not in a good way. This is not how your spirit should be. But the problem is, in some cases, it's what you learn from your childhood. This is what happened. Or you're desperate to get the love because you don't feel you've, you've been loved as a child. Or you're seeking because your besties, your best friends, your girlfriends all have a mate and you don't. You need to realize something, and I mentioned that in, uh, previously in my blogs. We all have a different journey. So we're going to meet people in our lives and our mates at different times. Some will not in this lifetime meet them because they're not meant to meet somebody um, seriously to spend 30, 40 years together. And some will. That's, that's how it works. But it's all a different timing. And in this society, if uh, you are not married by the age of 25, something is wrong. By the age of 30, well, this is suspicious. If you're still single by the age of 36, something is totally wrong with you, which in fact is not true. In fact, you're not wrong. Everything is fine. You have not met your mate yet. For whatever reason, if you're meant, if you're meant to, be, to meet someone in your late 40s, 50s, or 60s, why not? This is the timing you have set up, and that is it. But you should not be feeling awkward and take the first one around the block just because you want to feel love. The problem when you're doing this, you're going to end up not with Prince Charming or Princess Charming either. You're going to end up with a monster. And your life could be destroyed or you could be, um, I don't want to say damaged good because that's not true, but you're going to have to do a lot of healing afterwards. Let's put it this way. It could take a long time for you to recover from those kind of relationships or you're going to end that relationship and thinking you got the right guy, but you're not going to want to see the truth and the reality that those guys are not good for you, but you imagine, oh yes, I'm, you know, 
I see him, he's pretty, but you, all of the signs are there to do not take him, but you're going to ignore them. This is up to you. Living alone is one good thing because living alone makes you understand who you are. Trying to emulate what your friends are doing is never a good thing because you, you will meet your mate on your own time. You, it's not a race. It's understanding who you are. Ground yourself. Learn who you are. But the society where we're in is telling you, well, you know, you should have a boyfriend when you're a teen and then uh, you should maybe be engaged by 2021. And you're seeing a lot of people right now, um, high-profile people who are in their 20s getting, you know, engaged. So I want to do the same than they do. No, you're not living the same life than they do. So step back. Don't get into that crazy mind which I'm going to get engaged because, you know, some celebrity got engaged and it's fantastic. So I want to see in the same life. I want to be doing exactly what they're doing. It's not your life. Do not give the power to those individuals. Do not give the power to somebody that is not meant to be with you. You need to grow. You need to learn. And you need your spirit grounded. If you're not grounded, you're going to be everywhere and it's going to be an unfolding disaster. So when you are with somebody in your life that you're not happy, I'm sorry, why would you settle for somebody you're not too meant to be settling with and miss the opportunity of your life afterwards? Why? I don't know. I never settled for anyone for the reason that I knew those individuals that came into my life were just there for a moment. They were not there for the rest of my life because I knew I did not have the time, neither was I ready to welcome somebody in my life for the rest of my life. That's funny. For the life of the rest of my life. Yay! Yeah. Everybody has their own timing. There is nothing wrong with that. So if you're 30, 35, you have not met your match yet, that's okay. Don't desperate. Let the universe work its magic. But if you start to be desperate, then you're sending some negative vibes and you're going to see all of the frogs and the toads and everything coming out of the woodwork and like, OMG, what is that? Wrong, wrong, wrong. You need to be grounded. You need to get your powers back and you need to be standing on your own two feet. Because if you don't stand on your own two feet, I'm sorry, you're not going anywhere. Then it's at work or at home. You should not be depending on somebody. You should be fully standing on your two feet. Because when you're standing on your two feet and your mate come and approach you and they're standing on their two feet, guess what? You have a balanced relationship. You're not trying to get their approvals. You're not needy. You're ready to have a wonderful relationship and it's a balancing act. That's it. But it should not be somebody has all, all the powers and you got nothing. No, it should not be at all. This is not healthy. So, yeah, I know the 50 shade of great, great, great things to do. But you know what? You need to be standing on your own two feet as well. You need to be as strong than the person is. And, you know, if you're in a relationship, there are some days it's going to be a little stronger and the next day you're going to be stronger. This is how you balance each other. You complement each other. This is a good thing. But it should not be one person who has all of the power and you feel not trustworthy. You feel that you are nothing. You feel like you cannot function every day because, oh my God, he knows better. No, he doesn't. 
This is somebody who likes to get control, micromanage, and is a tyrant. That's it. So living a life like that is not a good way. Everybody should be standing on their own two feet. And a relationship is based on communication as well. It's not only the intimacy. Intimacy is a big part of it as well. By the way, everybody, it's not once a year, but it's more than that. It's connecting at a deeper level. But the communication is the other thing too. If you're not communicating with your mate, how can you make things work? Really? I don't know. Maybe you can do it by telepathy, but I really doubt that a good portion of people knows how to use telepathy. So, communication and you always hold your power. You do not give your power away. This is a very big mistake a lot of people do. Because when you do this, you're basically signing your own quote-unquote death. That person can do whatever they want, whenever they want, and you are just at their mercy. Your spirit is not here to suffer in this level. Your spirit is to learn. Your spirit will grow with the heartache. But this is the kind of relationship when you're entering in, you should not be in. You should avoid them. And I know when I talked about the liars in, in the previous two podcasts and I did in previous episode, we t- I talked about it because for the simple reason that children are sponge. We're all learning. Everything we have done in our lives has been done because we have learned as children. So how we act today has to do on how we got brought up and what we picked up as habits. And my parents' habits, your parents' habits, whomever was in your life. Now, you have a choice now by listening to it. Try to step back and see how is my relationship with my mate? Am I giving my power to my mate? Or are we having a balanced relationship? If we, have a, we can argue. To, we can argue. So that is normal thing. We, we can agree to disagree. We can have argument. We don't have to see eye to eye every day. But look at it really. What is your mate telling you? Is your mate taking you down every time you pull you down like uh, telling you you're dumb or telling you whatever in front of everybody too? Because when they start, um, it's still generally beyond closed door and then sooner or later it's going to be in a wide open where he humiliates you in front of everybody, which is even worse. But look at if you give your power away to that person. Are you doing it or not? That's a very simple question. If not, great. If you are, then you get a problem. And then you need to get out of that gym or you are willingly participant and decide to stay miserable for the rest of your life, which is your choice. Again, it's your own free will. But why would you stay in a relationship where you give all of your powers? It should be a balance. It's a balancing act. One day somebody is stronger than the other, but that's okay. But there is a respect, there is love, but that person doesn't hold your powers. You have your own powers. This is what the message is for everyone. You need to keep your own powers. Nobody should be owning it for you. You're supposed to be standing on your own two feet, not playing the martyr or victim, because you need to realize one thing, and I did it when I had my accident. There's people in worse condition than I am, so... Hmm, Emma, buckle up, shut up, move on. Same thing here. There is people in worse condition who do not give up their powers. Why would you give your powers away? Why do you want to be rescued? You don't need to be rescued. Nobody needs to be rescued. That needs to stop the idea of come and save me. No, you have to save yourself first. Nobody can save you unless you're doing the first steps. This is another thing too. A lot of people will suck up your energy and take 
your power away by toying with you. That's about it. I'm going to play the victim, so I'm going to wait for you, and, uh, and you're going to be so nice to me, and I'm going to suck the energy out of you. Same thing. You're giving your powers away when you're acting this way. So you need to be cautious, but we're all worth it. Yes, we are. And we should not give our powers to anyone. And if it comes down to work and you feel you're not being treated fairly, then it's time for you to move on. You should not be giving powers to those guys, especially when it comes back to your health, because that will come back on your health. When you're feeling stressed out, your organs are, are, are the first one to get the energy. And this is destructive. You're destroying your internal organs. You are not feeling okay. So, guys, we're all worth it. And if somebody's telling you you're not, you just look at them, smile, and off you go, buddy, because guess what? I am worthy. I was worthy when I was a young child. Even when that teacher told me I wasn't worth it at all, I'm like, lady, you don't know me. I'm going to show you. I'm going to teach you a lesson right there. I wasn't given much chance when I was in school because our parents were um, blue colors for them. So, you know, you're not, you're not part of the white-collar world. So, hey, you're not worth it. Yes, I am worth it. Never let anyone tell you you're not worth it. Nope, 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 nope. And I don't, it doesn't matter who you are. We are all worth it. And if those individuals who are around you are that negative, don't hang around with them. It's time for you to move on and attract the right person around you. Because those people with their egos do not have their upper hand on you. The only thing they are, they're afraid of you because you're smarter than they are. And most of the time, it's what's happening. When you're comfortable and you let your spirit speak, you will see how many people can get nervous. And I had too many in my world that got nervous because guess what? I was comfortable. I opened my mouth when I needed to open my mouth. And that freaked out a lot of people. That's all. Knowledge is the key. Sharing is the key. Being kind to one another is the key. Being nasty, not worth it, not interested. Coming and bullying others, nope, not worth it, not interested. So it's up to you guys. You decide what you want to do. But I am standing up on my own two feet and not only this, but I'm grounded. And that's my spirit talking. Nobody else's will be bullying me or do anything to me because this is not how I roll. So you can decide for you guys. But you should know you are worth it. And if you're listening to that podcast, there is a reason for it. So take note from it and listen it again because that could inspire you. We are all smart people and we're all worth it. And we all have gifts. And if you are not in the right place, maybe it's time for you to move on and find something that fits who you are and be happier. That's what I wish for everyone. So thank you for listening to today's podcast. On our next podcast, we're going to be talking about let synchronicity be part of your life. Because a lot of people are not letting the universe co-create. And synchronicity can do so many wonders. You have no idea. And some people have no clue what synchronicity is. Call it lucky, call it any other name you want. But synchronicity is the way the universe makes magic happen. So we will be talking on our next podcast about it. If you have any questions about this podcast, you can leave a message or a comment at www.edgintuitive.com 
or you can book an appointment with me at edgintuitive.com as well. Otherwise, guys, I'm wishing you a beautiful day. You are all worthy, and I'm saying hello to everybody around the world who is listening to me. Love you guys, and I will talk to you later. Bye now. 